0: Or should I say, ciao tutti, and welcome back to Cultural Capture. On this week's show, we will be talking about Italy as we interview Nancy Pernetti-Bloomquist about her life in Mola di Bari, Italy. Italy is a beautiful country with ripe culture and a fascinating past. First things first, I'm going to talk about some of the coolest facts about Italy. Italy has 54 UNESCO, United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization sites, more than any other country in the world. The crazy thing is that Italy is the size of Arizona. I should say, UNESCO means a place in the world that is unique and doesn't have anywhere else that's like it. Regardless of the size, Italy made about $40 billion from tourism last year, which isn't a surprise, noting that 58.3 million tourists go to Italy each year. The culture is still alive, though. When McDonald's opened in 1986 in Rome, food purists stood outside McDonald's to remind people of their culinary heritage by giving away free spaghetti. Here's a really cool fact about the Italian flag. The colors of the Italian flag, green, white, and red, have special meaning. Green represents hope, white represents faith, and red signals charity. Let me talk about some really interesting laws in Italy. In 2012, The town of Falciano del Masico in Campania made it illegal for residents to die because the town's cemetery was full. Dying is still illegal, so anyone that dies has to be buried in a nearby town. Listen to this. On the beaches of Eraclea on the Venetian Lido, it's illegal to make sand castles or any other like kind of sand structure. And one last crazy law that I actually like. In the city of Turin, dog owners must walk their pooch at least three times a day or risk being fined. Woof. Now let's get to the fun part. We will be talking about the lesser known Mola di because today we have a former inhabitant here to speak with us about her childhood. Hi, Nancy. How are you doing?
1: Ciao. I'm doing well. Thank you.
0: So, talk to you about how your life was like in Italy and in Mola di Bari. Sounds good. So, my first question that I have for you is so you lived out your childhood in Italy. So, I just want to know a little bit more about how that childhood was like.
1: So, I lived in Italy till I was 10. That's when we came to the United States. And during the winter months, I would go to school and I would uh, come home and hang out with my friends. We would go outside and play and everybody, you know, it was a small town. So everybody after school, we would all meet and play games outside. And then in the three summer months, my parents owned a restaurant on the beach. So I would go there and help them out, but also spend pretty much all day on the beach and have fun with my cousins and friends. And yeah, it was great. So what kind of games would you play with your cousins and friends? Um, During the winter times uh, outside the house, we would play just running around, hide and seek or uh, tag or, you know, just silly, you know, basic games. And then in the summertime, we would play with sand and, you know, pretend that we were cooking and uh, get little seashells and create little bracelets and stuff, put on plays. Very, very, you know, creative and just spending time together.
0: That's nice. So, when your mom called you in at the at the end of all the playtime and everything, um, what did you guys usually eat for dinner and just any other lunch and stuff?
1: So, um, being on the heel, uh, right? You know, in southern Italy, we eat a lot of uh, fish, a lot of vegetables, um, and on our table is like a lot of tapas. You know, a lot of small plates. Um, So different things, focaccia, which is a different kind of bread, um, very, very balanced, you know, a lot of colors um, and soups and things like that. And again, a lot of people think that Italians eat pasta every day, but actually we eat it just on Sundays once a week and the rest we eat pretty balanced, but we have gelato all the time. That is true.
0: I wish I had gelato all the time. Anyway, who's the cook in your family?
1: Now or when I was a child?
0: When you were a child.
1: So my dad was and still is, you know, where he lives now in Chicago. He cooked, he made pizzas, all different, you know, Italian foods. And then growing up there and in America, he's the one who's uh, been cooking. So that sounds like you had a very nice childhood
0: And so when did you know that you were going to be moving to America from
1: your home? So we moved when I was 10. And really, I don't remember having much of a conversation. I think it was about a month before my mom and dad said, "Okay, we're going to the United States and didn't really have time to process that, that I was leaving everybody and everything behind. Um, So it was the first time getting on a plane. First time, a lot of first and with no English language background.
0: And so how was it going to school for in America with without the knowing of the English language?
1: It was not fun. <laughs> it was very hard, um, but not even so much about the language barrier. It was more just how people treated you because, again, it was not as popular as it is now. Bilingualism, people understand it, you can study it. Um, the teachers had really no knowledge. And kids, you know, if you can't communicate, well, they're like, okay, on to the next friend. So... It was very lonely. And the teachers, again, they would just put me in the back of the room, give me the textbook and good luck. So my dictionary was my best friend for the first year and a half. And then after that, I you know, started to learn English and really understand more the culture as well, because there's a big difference with that. And then I started to take different languages, French, Spanish, all the Romance languages, because they're similar. And then I you know, felt more like I was at home. And
0: have, after learning like all this stuff and everything and knowing what you went through, how did this like affect you later in life like now and like the years before?
1: Um, Once I started taking different languages and, you know, learning about different cultures, I really, really fell in love with learning about different, just, yeah, different cultures. I decided that I wanted to do, you know, my bachelor's, my master's in education and international languages and help out other people. And then... um, I did that for a little bit and then I started my own language company and I teach Italian and I try to make it as fun as possible for my students because I know what I went through and so I just want people to be uh, more open-minded and travel and really embrace all different cultures. It's fun.
0: Wow. So I wish that I could I could go to some of your lessons sometime. So maybe we'll meet again. I got one last thing that I wanted to do with uh, you, Nancy. So... Can you teach us like one word just in Italian? Just a mini Italian lesson?
1: Uh, Yes, so I'll teach you. Arrivederci. All right, ciao.
0: Okay, everybody, say it with me. Arrivederci.